So everyone knows that communication is super important to all relationships, but today we're going to dive into five questions that are vital for your relationship, especially when you're trying to make it work with multiple people. So stay tuned. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures made for life. But isn't that like cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. Here at Touch of Flavor, we teach non-monogamous folks how to overcome their obstacles and build thriving relationships. This podcast is about answering one question. How do you create loving, passionate, secure relationships outside the box, even if nothing has ever worked before? If you want to know the answer, you are in the right place. All of this information is 100% free. So please subscribe to and review our podcast. All right, Cassie, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the best questions you can ask in your relationship for the purpose of good communication. And the reason why I love this topic is because whenever folks have challenges and they post about it or they ask about it, what does everybody say you need to have? All you need is communication. All you need is communication. And and while that is bullshit, because you need a lot more than just communication, communication is vital. It's really important to be able to communicate with your partner. And because it is important, we're going to share some questions that you really want to make sure that you're asking in your non-monogamous relationships um, to help them thrive and to work and to be a place where you and your partner feel empowered, are happy, excited. Um, Really, these questions are one of those sort of uh, big markers for making sure that your relationship just stays on course. How many questions? Five. All right. five of them. Five. We've got a list today. Yes, we have a list. It's a bullet point list. Five. So if you're like, got your pieces of paper, pencil, write these down because these are questions that you should be asking in your relationships. So do we want to just dive in or do we want to talk about communication in general just a little bit more? Why don't we start, just go right into the questions? Okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going, but I wanted to open up space if you wanted to go anywhere else. So the first question is, can you help me understand? And the reason why this question is so important in your relationships is because so often one of two things happens. Either one, we hop to assumption, right? Our partner says something and we're like, I knew it. That's exactly what I thought. And a lot of times we're wrong, right? Like we we hear a couple words and we assume that that's what our partner's saying. But also a lot of times we don't understand. We don't get it, right? And and rather than sitting and, and asking that question, like, can you help me understand? We go into either shame or blame or anger because we don't get it. And this is one of the big things that we talk to our clients about all the time is being curious. And this question leaves space for that. So this is a really, really important question when it comes to getting to a place where you and your partner are working as a team and 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 showing up as uh, individuals who are caring and loving versus getting into that like combative place. Yeah, you know, I think if there's there there are these things, right? These principles that if 
they were easy. Like if we could implement them perfectly, they would solve a ton of our problems. And, you know, this idea of being curious, it's one of those ones that it's really hard for people to do. And this is why, you know, when we're working with clients, we spend so much time actually getting them there. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you actually show up curious? How do you show up with real genuine curiosity and actually communicate that? Not just show up with it, Mm -hmm. but then also communicate that to your partners in a way where it is well received and they aren't feeling blamed or like you're actually pointing fingers or stuff like that. But That is why I love this question so much, because at the root of it, it is that idea of how important curiosity is to the communication. And like I said, if there was one thing that I could point to and say, implement this perfectly and your communication would be fixed, I think it is curiosity. Oh, yeah. And and that's why I love the question is because it's not about being dense or, or being naive, although we can be, right? It's about a lot of times we don't fully get things and we don't fully understand them. And then when we're going into it from this place of aggravation and annoyance versus that curiosity, that's where that's where shit hits the fan, right? Is when we get to that place where we're no longer um, just showing up really genuinely like wanting to understand. So um, yeah. So if if you're in a place in your relationship and you really want to kind of make a little a little shift, this is something that can be really helpful. Okay. What's the second question? So the second one is, how can I support you right now? And, you know, this is a great question because when your partner is in that place of being upset or overwhelmed or stressed out or having a bad day at work or the kids are being crazy, a lot of times what we do is we just step in. When we love our partners, we're like, okay, you know what? You've had a bad day at work, so you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go make you a cup of tea and I'm going to go do this thing. And that's really sweet and kind, but it might not actually be what your partner needs. It could absolutely not be what, you know, the, the, the fix to the problem actually is, right? So it's really good to, when you're in those places of uh, chaos in life to just show up and ask your partner, like, how can I support you right now? And this also works for like when there's conflict between the two of you or your partner's like upset about something, just asking, like, how can I support you in this? Like, what is it that you're really looking for versus trying to be a superhero? I know for myself, like, I am one of those people that I care a lot and I want to fix things. I'm a fixer. So, you know, I'll, I'll start fixing things that maybe really isn't what my partner needs, right? Like I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z and really what they needed was a hug, right? Like I'm I'm fixing the house, I'm calling calling out for food, et cetera, et cetera, when I could have just asked, right? So it's really important to just ask your partner, how can I support you? Well, yeah, it really is that idea of when our partners come to us with a problem, it's pretty natural, especially depending on your personality type, to be like, let me fix this. But a lot of times that isn't actually what your partner wants. Yeah. It could be they need an ear. They need an apology. They need space. They need you to go away. Um, <laughs> sometimes we don't even – sometimes when your partner's in a spot, like they they don't want you to fix things. They want you to go away and, and let them have their feels and their emotions. So it's really important rather than trying to guess and fill it in. So the next question right? Or did you have anything else you wanted to add on that? That was it. We had mostly covered it, so I didn't have much left. All right. So the next question is, 
what goals are you currently working on right now? And I know for for a lot of people, when they hear me say that, they're like, why would I ask my partner like what their goals are, what they're working on right now? And the thing is, is that we all we all have things that like we're focused on, right? Whether it's one of our hobbies, whether it's being a parent, whether it is, you know, I'm I'm learning a new craft or I'm doing something in my work or my business. We always have these places in our lives that we're trying to grow. And one of the best ways to keep that feeling of bonding with your partner, right, and, and using communication to do that is by actually asking what's going on with them, where their focus, where their passion is, what their dreams and aspirations are, right, is to spend some time there versus what we normally do, which is we spend all of our time on like, what are you worried about? What what fire are you putting out right now? And what's going wrong? Like asking your partner, like, what is it that you know, you're currently working towards that your like big goals are right now. And this also helps you be able to like support them. Like when you know what your partner is trying to achieve, you can be a better support. Well, and I think a lot of times we either assume that our partners are like moving in the same direction that we are, like working on the same things, which so often isn't the case. And the other problem that we have is when we've been with people a long time, we tend to assume that we know these things Mm -hmm. rather than asking right? So we don't ask the question because basically in our mind, and I'm saying this a little facetiously, folks, because you don't really probably think this if I if I asked you the question, but a lot of times the way that we act still says this. Like in our mind, our partner is the same person they were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, right? So we don't wind up asking and we don't know where they're heading. And when we don't know where they're heading, it's super hard to... Uh, Number one, I mean, help them in that direction, Mm -hmm. but even just to like make sense of how they're responding to things a lot of times. Yeah. And I also feel like you lose the opportunity to like bond by being like their cheerleader or their support person or just that person to kind of hear their dreams. Like how often does someone walk up to you and ask you like what your dreams and aspirations and goals are? Not too often right? Like it feels good to have somebody be rooting for you. And I feel like that's a big missed opportunity a lot of times in relationships because people have that sort of mentality that their partner is is staying still, that things aren't moving, that their partner is got the same goals and dreams that they did, as you said, a year, two years, five years, 10 years ago, um, when it's just simply not true. So ready for next one? Go for it. Okay. So number four, how are we right now? And the reason why this is really important, right, is because it's good to check in with your partner and ask them how things are going at this time in your relationship. Because often you and your partner are not on the same page. A lot of times, like, there are are situations where I might not be feeling good And you don't know, right? Like you might know there's something up with me. There might be, you know, something off, but you don't know that I'm actually not good, right? So it's about really keeping each other um, on the same page so there isn't these things brewing in the background. So that way there isn't um, problems that are just sitting there causing resentment and anger and sitting for long periods of time. I can't tell you 
how many calls I have with people where they're like, I thought things were pretty good. And then my partner told me they've been miserable for years. Yep, that happens so often. And, you know, I think part of this is because I think I think there's two pieces. I think sometimes people genuinely have no clue. But I think there's this other piece of it where we kind of know things aren't great. So we intentionally avoid asking because we don't want to find out how bad it really is. Mm -hmm. And then when we do find out how bad it really is, like people are shocked. There's, yeah, there is definitely that. There is this, this, it's almost like the bury your head in the sand mentality, right? Like if I, if I just wait long enough, whatever's bad will go away. And I think that for a lot of people, when they're doing that, they are, they recognize the initial bad, but they don't recognize that in all that time that they've been avoiding it, that it's actually 10 times worse. Because when you're in pain, when you're in a place where you're suffering in your relationship, the longer that goes unattended, unacknowledged by your partner, the worse it gets for you the more you feel invalidated, the more you are upset. So it tends to brew even more bigger problems because of the sitting there in the background. Um, and we see it all the time, as you said. Like, I can't tell you how many times, you know, we'll we'll talk to folks where one person's like, I I just didn't know it had gotten that bad. Like, I, I knew there was, you know, I knew we had some challenges, but it wasn't that bad. So... Um, just asking that question very regularly, like, you know, how are we right now? Um, and so the last question, right? And this one is really, really important, which is, do we need help? And this is a question that you should be asking in your relationship regularly. And I'm going to kind of break it into two parts. So first of all, do we need help does not just mean with relationship stuff. We're going to focus there in a second. But like, this can go down to anything. Like, we're stressed out about the kids. Do we need help? Do we need to ask somebody, hey, <laughs> we need a helping hand with this, right? Um, if you're trying to fix something in your home and you're, you're, you're spending all your hours that are supposed to be quality time with your partner, you know, beating yourself up trying to get a project done, maybe it's time to ask somebody for support or help or go look for somebody who knows how to do that. Like, it is so important to be honest in your relationship about this, to be able to be the person who's in the relationship and willing to say, hey, do we need help? Because so often, both us and our partner are embarrassed to say something. Like, I can't tell you how many people that we talk to who stay stuck in challenge because they didn't want to be the person to bring it up. They didn't want to be the person to say, hey, I think we can't handle this. Hey, I don't think we can do this on our own. And while, yeah, it, it, it takes a level of vulnerability, when you acknowledge that, when you're the person to bring that, that question to the table, you get to be the catalyst. You get to kind of be that strong person to, because to, it does, it takes a strong person to acknowledge that it might not be something the two of you can resolve. And it is so important when it comes to your relationships. Like, and that's why I, kind of, I separated a little bit, but like when it comes to your relationships, the longer you go without asking that questions when things aren't going well, 
the worse off the relationship gets and the harder it gets to solve those problems. Yeah, well, this goes back into kind of the question earlier, right, about people not understanding how bad things are and burying their head in the sand. Mm -hmm. We like to talk here about inertia, right? And this idea that our relationships, they don't sit still. They're always getting better or worse. But the thing to really understand about inertia is that the further that our relationships go one direction, the harder it becomes to turn it around. So on the one hand, like when your relationships are really amazing and you have like a shit day or shit conversation, you'll you'll survive that bump. But when your relationships have been struggling and hurting for a long time, the further and further you let them go, the harder and harder it gets to turn things around. And you kind of accelerate this downhill thing. And this is why people, they get surprised a lot of times by this breaking point, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not having discussions and they don't understand this idea that the worse things are getting, the faster they're moving downhill. And eventually people hit that point where it's just not working anymore. So getting help is incredibly important. Yeah. And what I want to say about this is that if there is a yes to this question, if you and your partner come to the table and say, hey, do we need help? And the answer is yes. It's not that you lost. It's not like you're 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 a bad person, right? Like a yes to this question just means that you have a goal, you have a beautiful thing that you want to build, and you recognize and you're smart enough to realize that you need help to get there, right? And that's an amazing positive thing is recognizing, hey, these are this is where I want to get, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to achieve, and I need support and making that decision. So if you're in a place that you realize that like you do need help, I mean, this is what we do and we're happy to help you. You can go to a touchofflavor.com forward slash talk. Um, you know, it'll take you to our calendar. Go ahead, pick a time um, you know, that works for you. It'll take you to a short application, fill it out, and then you know, us or one of our team will hop on at the time that you picked and we'll dive into like what is the help that you need? Like what is going on? Where's the relationship? really at? What's really stopping you from turning this around and what needs to happen to get you where you want to go? And it'll be just a, the most transformative hour that you've ever spent on your relationships because, uh, you know, having that conversation like, do we need help is a difficult conversation for a lot of people to have. But then once you have it, then the question becomes, who do we go to for help? And that is a very difficult question if you're monogamous, and it is even a much harder question when you're non-monogamous. But this is what we do. It's all we do. And we're happy to help. So like I said, go to a touchofflavor.com forward slash talk and, you know, we will help you. Okay. What else do you have, Cassie? That's it. Just I encourage all of you listening to make sure that you are making an effort to frequently ask these questions in your relationship. Um, It will bring you and your partners so much closer together. Okay. That's it. All right. Have a great week and we will see you all here again very soon. Thanks for tuning into today's show. We release new episodes every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you're ready to transform your relationship and you'd like to see if you're a fit to work with us, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to atouchofflavor.com forward slash talk and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about an hour and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. What's really not working in your relationships? 
what your dream relationships would look like, and a step-by-step plan to close the gap and save your family, even if nothing has worked before. We talk with hundreds of non-monogamous folks like you every year, and here's the truth. Building loving, thriving relationships, that doesn't happen on its own. You need expert guidance to make that happen. And unfortunately, when you are building relationships outside the box, that's impossible to find, and we get it. But that's exactly what we do. We've helped clients all over the world save their families, get the passion back, and become best friends again. So if you want to see if we can help you do the same, head over to atouchofflavor.com forward slash talk. I'm Cassie. And I'm Josh. Let's talk soon.